After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. So we had a lot of fun in Las Vegas at NBA Summer League, but one of the more fun experiences we had was we got the chance to sit down with Kings rookie Colby Jones at the Kings Hotel. A two-on-one. All right, that's what they're calling yes. it. Not a one-on-one. It's a two-on-one because Deuce and I were obviously there talking to Colby. And um, what a gem. I'm excited. Can we just a little behind the scenes for a minute? What? Though? We we set up the equipment. Okay, just know like this is a two-person operation. So but we, we are going. We're usually really quick too. Yeah, we, that's the point I was going to get at. We oh. are really quick. Yeah, we're yeah. awesome. It's it's kind of like a NASCAR NASCAR pit crew. It's like zing, 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 zing. so we get all set up. Colby's sitting there ready to go, and I'm looking and I go, Morgan, I don't see the record button on this program we use. He says it like that too. Yeah, and, and I'm like smiling because I don't want you. You start holding these people up. You don't know what's going to happen, and. It, <sighs> It got nerve-wracking. It took a good, like, two minutes of me searching. Apparently, with this program, you needed internet connection even just to record it. Luckily, we got the Wi-Fi in time. But crisis averted. Hey. Also, I I didn't bring a power strip on this trip, so I had to call the hotel. And I was like, hey, I went to the business center. Can I borrow a power strip? They're like, what? like, just trust me. It's for something we're doing. And they let me like sign off on a power strip. And that then I had to if return. you didn't bring it back, you were gonna have to pay like a thousand dollars. I'm sure. Who knows? But either way, yeah. Like through some of the technical difficulties yeah. and the um, little obstacles we had to jump over, we made it. We did it. It's a fun little conversation. 
And before we get to that conversation, make sure you stop what you're doing right now. If you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and go, I want to go give them a five-star review right now. And here's our conversation with Kings rookie Colby Jones. Hanging out in Las Vegas with the Kings second round pick, Colby Jones. Colby, you know what's crazy? You're born May 28th, 2002. That was probably one of the best days in Kings history. Mike Bibby hit the game winner in game five at the Western Conference Finals against the Lakers. You were born that day, and then here you are as a member of the Sacramento Kings. That's weird. Well, okay, you say that that's weird, but honestly, <laughs> it, that's how crazy Kings fans are. They are the ones that, like, dug this up, brought it up, and just thought it was meant to be. So we're excited to have you. It's crazy how the world works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's been the, the last couple of weeks been like for you? Um, yeah, it's just been really fast. Um, just kind of got in, started training camp, and then uh, just went out looking for apartments and stuff like that, trying to get settled in. But, um, yeah, we came out here to Vegas, so it's been really fun. It's like a whirlwind. Like, you get drafted on a plane, press conferences, working out summer league, and then it's like, you're here. You're, you're in the league. Yeah, no, yeah, it's, it's been crazy, but it's been really fun. Um, it's been really fun again to know my teammates and the coaching staff, just getting more comfortable with them. So it's been good overall. And obviously, I mean, you've experienced fans screaming at you and cheering you on. What's been the biggest difference, like, coming in and seeing this summer league group? I mean, summer league, by the way, each year that we've come is not usually this big from day one. And what, the California Classic. Yeah. I, there's, like, 14,000 people. What's that been like for you? Yeah, it was crazy. Um, yeah, just getting off the plane and going to the airport and having people there, that was <laughs> – I feel like that was the first sign of what's to come. So it's yeah. been it's been really great just um, – yeah, having the fan base, I feel like they're really excited for the upcoming season. And, um, yeah, I've definitely been feeling the love. As a player, how much do you thrive off fans? Like, I mean, you play in a college atmosphere, and I'm sure the fans are into it. But, like, does it get the juices going a little bit? Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's nothing like a playing yeah. in front of a sold-out home crowd. I mean, it just gives you, like, a couple of attributes, as 2K players say. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but it's really fun. Yeah, you definitely feed off the energy that they give off. Wait, are you a, two, are you a 2K guy? Um, I'm more of a FIFA guy, but I, I, I play Ooh. 2K here and there. Okay. So, California Classic, you got to play with Keegan a little bit. And we saw those two games with him. I mean, for us, we get to see this leap for Keegan Murray in year two. What was that like, uh, seeing the way that he played with all of you guys and that? Yeah, it was crazy. Just, um, just the first time he, like, we had practice and he was, he was torching us in practice. <laughs> so, um. It wasn't really a surprise from the couple of days that we had practices and what he was going to do in the game. But, um, I mean, he's a great basketball player, great shooter, great shot maker. So it was, it was really fun watching him, though. Let's go back a little bit. I'm curious what your first NBA memory was, like, growing up. Do you remember, like, what attracted you to the game of basketball? Was there a player, a moment, a game you watched? I was like, this is why I love the NBA. Um, yeah, I was a huge Kobe fan growing up. Um, so I really I watched the Lakers a ton, but my first memory was a Heat versus Hawks game at Atlanta, and uh, I was at the very top. And that was like my first. I was probably like four or five. That was my oh. first game ever. So, kind of just fell in love with it since then. What about who who shaped your love for the game? Like, was it someone in your family, or was it a player like Kobe? Um, yeah, I was, it was definitely my dad. Um, he always used to take me and my brothers to the park on the weekends or at the rec center and just work out, and then we'd play pickup after that. So. Kind of did that routinely on the weekend, so I really fell in love with it from that. It seems like everyone in your generation, it's like Kobe is their guy. Like, what, what, yes. what was it about Kobe for you that, that, that you really respected? 
Uh, well, at the time, like, he was just a great scorer. Yeah. That's why I loved watching him because I felt like he would always score every time I looked. But, um, like, looking back on it now, like, just his work ethic and his determination, um, it's just the mindset that he had. He was just always wanting to go out there and compete, and I feel like I tried to take that from him. So I know you guys are all professional and, like, everyone comes in here and is, like, ready to compete, but is there going to be anyone in the NBA that you step on the floor and you're – you're star not intimidated by yeah. just starstruck by yeah i would say just like all the greats that i've seen like growing growing up like curry katie all mm. those guys i would say that like just like being like i feel like that'd be a really surreal moment just being like i'm actually here playing against these guys so i feel like that'd be a great moment for me at what point did you think hey i can make it to the league was there a moment for you that you your confidence was at another level or did you always believe you're getting to the league like was there a moment for you where you're like, I'm, I'm getting to the league? Yeah, I mean, like when you're a kid, you have the dream of going to the NBA. But I like did you too. Always hear, you yeah. always hear, um, like it's so far-fetched. So yes. like I always had that in the back of my mind, but I was always trying to like keep it real with myself just in case things didn't work out. And um, yeah, I would say when I got to college around like my sophomore year, I felt like it was a real, like a real legit possibility. And then um, ever since then, I was just trying to work towards so, so I can make it happen. Was it someone that did someone tell you like you got the you know there's a lot of people in our lives that celebrate us and empower us and um, especially when it comes to parents and everything too you know they'll say no you're so great but was there anyone that told you no you're going to do this and it was like you believe them a college coach anyone like that yeah my AAU coach mm. um, I was with him since my freshman year of high school and um, he always told me I was going to the NBA and I really never saw myself. But um, he always supported me and always backed me up. So um, that gave me a lot of confidence just growing up. We've got more of the podcast coming up in just a second. But want to give a shout out to Joey Reagan over at Lion Real Estate. Morgan, if you're looking for a house in the Sacramento area or you're maybe thinking about selling, why should they call Joey Reagan? Joey is so good at knowing everything about this area. He has actually made this process easy for some of our listeners as well. So if you're looking to buy or sell your home, just hit up Joey. It's the easiest thing you can do. Yeah, his website is jreagan.golion.com. That's jreagan.golion.com. You can also call or text him at 916-412-4592. That's license number 02128070. Also presented by Isak Fitness. Look, man, Look. Vegas did a number on us. <laughs> Let's just say that. But back in the gym and ready to shed because by the time September comes, I'm about to be. I love that you're saying this because you want this like spot right here to hold you accountable for everything that has been happening in this offseason. It's back at ESAC Fitness today. You should check it out, too, because they've got classes, spin classes. They got yoga, functional fitness, open gym. They've got everything you could possibly want in the gym. So go to esacfitness.com today or give them a call, 916-599-3181. Appreciate everyone's support of the Deuce and Mo podcast. Take us through draft night. I'm, is that, I can only imagine, there, there's so many emotions, right? Like, one, you feel like you're going to the league, but you don't know where you're getting picked. You're around family. You're just uncertain where you're going. Is it stressful? Is it exciting? Like, what were the emotions on draft night? Yeah, kind of like you said, just all the emotions just, and one, I mean, I was super excited, really nervous, because um, you really don't know where you're going to end up at. Yeah. But it was great. I'm glad I was able to have it at home so all my family and my friends could be there and, it, like, kind of share that moment with me. 
But yeah, it was a it was a long night because uh, we got there an hour before the draft started, and then first round took a good while, and then <laughs> um, first couple of picks of the second round, it was just like I was really just nerve wracking things. I really didn't know what was gonna happen. So yeah. then, yeah, when you heard Sacramento, what was that? What was that feeling like? I mean, you because right then and there, you know wow, this is the city I'm about to not just play basketball in, I'm about to live in this city as well. Yeah, it was really it was really cool because um, this was, Sacramento was one of the spots that I, like I had a good workout with, had a great vibe with the front office and the coaches and um, just somewhere that I would see myself living at. So it all ended up working out great. Um, it was a great blessing. But I um, mean, yeah, I was really excited when I heard that. Yeah. What, what, what about your family? You know, like having that moment with them when, when you know, all right, I'm going to Sacramento. What, what was that like for you? Um, it was it was crazy. Um, it was a great moment just being able to share with my family, my mom, my dad, everyone that made sacrifices to put me in a better position. Yeah. So I feel like it was much as about them as it was me. So it was a really great moment for them. You've obviously, you know, heard the term light the beam and you got to yeah. see it <laughs> just go off all last year. How excited were you that you're like, all right, I get to be a part of this beam team, this this new fun culture that is being built in Sacramento. Yeah, I was really excited. Like you said, um, definitely during the playoffs and towards the season last year, just you just seeing all this excitement. Young team, like the beam, coach running down the sideline. Yes. So it was it was great. And I knew what I was coming into, so it was really cool. So a lot of people say you're a connector on offense. Um, what makes you such a good connector? I just I've kind of been doing that my whole playing career. Um, just really trying to play team ball, and really just try to get the best shot each possession. And I feel like just trying to do those things it leads me to doing that. So. Your feel for the game, though, like mm -hmm. your your IQ, your motor, you obviously you wish every player in the NBA had that. And you're coming in as what they call like a little bit of an, uh, I mean, older rookie, if you want to call it that, 21 years old. <laughs> but like you just have this maturity and feel about your game. Where do you get that from? Yeah, I would say that came from like my dad working me out, just teaching me the game at a very young age and then having great coaches all the way up until this point. And it's kind of just a mixture of all those. So you played three seasons of college ball. How much do you think playing those three seasons, not only like shaped you as a player, but as a, as a person too? Yeah, I feel like it helped me out a lot, both on the court and off the court. Um, I feel like off the court, just growing up, just getting more mature, going through more experiences and really just learning from those. And then on the court, I would say it's the same thing. Uh, each year you're playing, you're playing better and better competition. You're getting bigger and stronger and faster. And then as the better you get, the more you're being scouted against. So you're kind of getting the best defense every night. So I feel like all those helped out. So the ringer wrote about you, and they said he doesn't back down no matter how often he gets hit in the face. It's funny because we also have someone here in Sacramento oh that gets knocked in the face 24-7. That's Domas Sabonis. I mean, yeah. and he just keeps playing through it. Um, so you guys are obviously going to connect on that, but how often does that really happen to you? <laughs> no, it's, it's crazy how much it happens. Like, I know last year they started a counter at the beginning of the season. Stop. Times, and it was, I forgot what number it was, but it was definitely up there, but it's like it's comical at this point. I don't know it happens. So sorry. <laughs> they all say you got that dog in you too. Yes. Like, well, where does that come from? 
I really just wanted to win. Yeah. I feel like when it comes down to it, you're just trying to do whatever to win. And I mean, I love winning, and hate losing. So yeah, do you do you thrive off playing physical too? Like, do you, is it is that what you when you go out there? Like, oh, I just you know some guys don't like being physical, yeah. right? But is that something you thrive off of? Yeah, I try to embrace it because I mean it's part of the game, especially at this level. You're gonna have to be physical. So um, I mean, as I get more and more comfortable, just with my body and size at this level, just trying to get more and more comfortable with that. Yeah, I'm I'm just happy like. I was thinking about it with Keegan last year. Just you know, obviously he was a lottery pick, and it's so rare to have like a lottery pick come in and like play and start on a playoff team. And here you are as a rookie coming in, and you're you're playing on a team that made the playoffs. It's not like a rebuilding situation, yes. but you also have the skill set that can really help this team. Like I, I I'm I'm really excited I th- for you. I think it's really cool. It, we're not only really excited. I think when you look at just the fans in Sacramento and when they heard your name and we have some really smart fans in this city like you you know you get you get the casuals in the nba but then in sacramento there's nothing like it and there's a lot of people that know basketball and when they saw that you were coming and what you were capable of doing on the floor there's so many people excited because they knew that you were like the perfect fit like you are the type of person that is perfect for this culture um for you being with Mike Brown this next season, knowing that he coaches more like a college coach, does that make you feel a little bit more comfortable or even a little bit more intimidated knowing <laughs> that you're going to have to obviously show up every single day? I mean, definitely excited. I feel like that's why um, last year they had such a good year, um, just with a coach like that, trying to get better each and every day and competing. So it's, I'm definitely excited, and I feel like that's what's going to take this team just to the next level. Anything surprise you about summer league at this point? Um, I didn't know you got ten fouls, so people <laughs> are playing with like nine and ten yeah. fouls, so it's crazy. But um, yeah, it's been really cool. I feel like the at the arena and stuff like that. There's a lot of fans coming out, so it's great energy over there. Well, look, I know you have a lot going on. You got games to prepare for, a ton of stuff. We appreciate you taking some time, hanging out with yes, us. Sir, I appreciate y'all. Yeah, great time. congrats on be- making it to the league, and, and we're excited to see you playing. Zach. Thank you. I appreciate it. Deuce and Mo, Deuce and Mo, Deuce and Mo. They tell you what they know. Deuce and Mo, Deuce and Mo, Deuce and Mo. The podcast that you know. Deuce and Mo. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.